0: So hello and welcome to our, I think, third, actually I know it's the third episode of the Jurassic Park series that I'm doing for El Dino. Um, as always, you know, we are talking about all things dinosaurs or, you know, past animals or uh, the like, anything that's prehistoric, and today we're talking about, uh, I think a fan favorite is a proper term for it, uh, we're talking about Brachiosaurus, and Brachiosaurus is this... Amazing dinosaur. It is just <laughs> Gigantic and when you think about, you know, how big animals got today Comparatively to how big they got in the past Brachiosaur makes things look tiny except for the, like your whales whales are gigantic But they're in the ocean, so it's a little different um, With this though, you know, we're talking about all things Brachiosaurus, so let's just jump right into it I'll get my notes up. I have actual tons of notes for this So Brachiosaurus Pretty cool lizard. I guess it's not really a lizard, but it's a dinosaur. So, Brachy, its name is Brachiosaurus, and then its like subname or whatever that is called is called Altithorax. Now, Altithorax is really cool because it means deep chested or deep chest. Um, so, its full name, Brachiosaurus Altithorax, means arm lizard, deep chest. Now, two things here. Why was it armless and deep chest? Well, if you are listening, or you can't really see, but if you're watching, I have my I have one of my Brachiosaurus toys as a kid. And Brachiosaurus has a very, a very good stance to it. It has a very, uh, you know, um, pose to it. I guess this one actually doesn't show it too well because I don't think it's actually to scale. Um, but this one does. So this one's from Dinosaur, um, the Disney movie from way in the past. I think it was like 2000. Um, and if you notice, she has longer front limbs than her back limbs. Now with sauropods, this is kind of backwards almost because they didn't really need to have longer forelimbs than back limbs. You look at Apotosaurus and Diplodocus, both of those have uh, very similar sized limbs uh, while Brachiosaurus kind of evolved differently and became this dinosaur with much longer front limbs, which leads to arm lizard. Um, again, this is from a time where paleontologists still thought that brachiosaurs were, or I guess not brachiosaurs, but dinosaurs in general were lizards. Um, so for this purpose, we're just going to say are lizard. Now it comes from Greek, as a lot of dinosaur names do come from, and it's in the family of sauropods. Now sauropods, if you don't know, um, are the, you know, think of the biggest dinosaurs in, that have ever lived, and those are generally sauropods. They are herbivorous, um, bipedal. I guess, no, not bipedal, no, they're not bipedal. Some of them kind of were bipedal, but they're quadrupedal, so they walk on all four legs. Um, Some of them could have stood up, some of them could not have, depends on how big they were, and they were just kind of the biggest things around. And that name, sauropod, means lizard foot. Again, time period where we thought dinosaurs were lizards, so, lizard foot it is. (laughs) Now, it was discovered in 19-, I guess the ripe age of 1900, by Elmer S. Riggs. Now there's no relation to the glue or Bugs Bunny, um, but this Elmer did discover Brachiosaurus. And as we talked about in earlier um, shows, the, the oddity of when a dinosaur is discovered and not named until much later. Now Elmer hopped on this though, and Elmer said, okay Rita, and we, have to, we have to name it soon and quick. So in 1903, Elmer had named it Brachiosaurus Althothorax. Now, it's really cool because, again, Brachiosaurus althothorax is its a gigantic dinosaur. It is just a monument to how big things could have gotten in the past. And with Brachiosaurus, it was like, well, this was the first Brachiosaurus really have ever found. <laughs> and with this, it led to, you know, sauropods kind of taking off. We had discovered sauropods beforehand, but Brachiosaurus althothorax kind of lit the way, if you want to say that. Um, If you ask people what their favorite, you know, sauropods are, if they even know what a sauropod is, some of them will say, you know, Diplodocus, some of them might go big and say Draft Titan, or uh, Amargosaurus, or Argentinosaurus, and all these are gigantic sauropods, but Brachiosaurus holds a good spot in my heart, because it's just a a friendly-looking dinosaur, and this one even has a smile on her face, so that's kind of cool. there are 16 recognized species, or I shouldn't say species, specimens of Brachiosaurus althorax that have been found over the years. Now, I'm not entirely sure, unfortunately, if that is from just the uh, dig site where this was discovered now, which I will talk about shortly, or if it's from all over the world. But we know for a fact the first one was found in Colorado, USA. Um, I think in the hell, I don't think it was Hell Creek. Um, it was in, one second here, it was discovered in the uh, United, no, 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 I was the United States, but it was Colorado River Valley. Um, so Colorado River Valley, which is hard to say, actually, um, was the area where we found Brachiosaurus. So there's a lot of good dig sites in the Americas, there's a lot of good dig sites in Canada, there's dig, good, good dig sites everywhere. But shortly after this being found, it kind of led people to think, okay, maybe it could have been somewhere else as well. So you'll fast forward a couple years, approximately 11 years, and we are in the Tendaguru Formation in Tanzania. Now, this team was led by the German East African Expedition Uh, at this time. Again, like, you know, people were still claiming rights in Africa where they really didn't have a right to claim. Um, But in 1914, Tendaguru Formation was there. And they found two different species, uh, two I guess, I could you can see my other hand, two different species of Brachiosaurus. Now originally they put these Brachiosaurus, Brachiosaurus Branchi, or Branchi, and Brachiosaurus Frassi. Now Brachiosaurus Branchi and Frassi were originally thought to be two different species, but after a while they decided that Brachiosaurus Branchi is considered to be the only true Brachiosaurus found in this formation um, due to the fact that they think Frassi could have been a younger um, Branchi, because Frassi was quite small, um, and with that, they're not even entirely sure if Brachiosaurus Branchi is like a truly, uh, Brachiosaurus, because when you have fossil beds, sometimes bones get mixed up, um, when, you know, how fossils are made, it's all condensed, and sometimes bones are condensed on top of other bones, so some of the pieces they found were almost too damaged to really identify, and some of the pieces were pretty much not Brachiosaurus. So with that, we know that they're Might be another one in Africa, maybe not. It could be the same species, Um, well, the same species, but just different, I guess, um, generas, I think that's proper. Either way. So you might have a relative in Africa, might not. Um, Funny enough, though, in this time period, which was the Jurassic period, uh, which is, uh, you know, a good time to be a dinosaur, sauropods were taking off. So it wasn't uncommon to see giant sauropods. If you look at uh, Iguanodons, which aren't sauropods, but they're a dinosaur that was found in both, uh, I guess, America and Europe, and they had very, very different sizes in both areas. The European variety, I think, was much bigger than the, Europe, than the American variety. So it could happen. Um, our friend Brachiosaurus, though, lived during the time period of 169 to 153 million years ago. And I've seen it disputed in some things. My first notes I got said it was 155 to 153 million years ago, and that's closer than a couple million years, but sure. Um, At the same time, though, it can be really hard to identify. One of the websites said 169 to 150. One of them said 160 to 150. I'm just going to generalize and say 169 to 153. We're going to hope for the best there. Um, with our little friendly dinosaur, though, at that time period, it was a titan. Well, it is a titan nowadays, but it just kind of did its own thing. Um, and it was one of the only few dinosaurs that actually was in Jurassic Park that actually came from the Jurassic era. Um, talked about uh, We talked about Gallimimus, and we talked about Dilophosaurus, and neither one of them were from the Jurassic period. So, this is one of the first. Now, talk about size. So we're going to talk about how big this thing really was. Now, in my hands, it doesn't look very big. And, like, there's other models that look quite large. And then there's this really kind of ugly one from 85 that looks kind of cracked out and it's freaky looking. Um, it was a big dinosaur. And, again, the issue with fossils is you're not entirely sure if it's fully grown or if it's, you know, a juvenile or if it's um, an adult with some kind of, a like defect in it. Um, with these, we think the estimated height... Uh, was I guess not even height, length we'll say was 59 to 69 feet or 17 to 21 meters long, so that's like 2,100 centimeters long. It's a big dinosaur. Um, it weighed anywhere between 28 to 62 tons. Now, we think the 62 tons was like a fully grown adult male. Um, we think, and I say we being paleontologists, which I'm not, but I like to pretend I am, think that, uh, you know, the males probably were bigger than females, uh, maybe a predominant alpha male, um, as it's shown in some other sauropods, where you have like a bigger, older protector of the herd. Again, when you're a Brachiosaurus, you don't really need much protection, but sometimes you need to have an alpha male. We know that because of the size of it, it had to eat a lot. And with how much it had to eat was probably anywhere between 400 to 900 pounds of food per day. Now, when you think about it, I'm pretty close to 200 pounds, so you, know, it's five, you have to eat five of me a day. <laughs> Which doesn't seem like much when you think about it, but it honestly is a lot, especially when you're an upper canopy grazer. Because the way they evolved was they kind of used their front limbs to their advantage. Um, with these longer front limbs they could reach up higher, and because of that they could graze on the top of trees. Now that made Brachiosaurus just peachy and really enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, and again, based on the size, though, it had very few predators at the time of the Jurassic period. There were very few dinosaurs that could even rival a bull, or I guess a, um, a female or male um, Brachiosaurus at all. And the only way they could really have any proper predators was probably close to like you know their juvenile period. So anywhere between when they hatched to before they got to a good height, um, that'd be the when they're vulnerable. But after that, they wouldn't have very many predators at all. <laughs> They, uh, again, when you're really big, you don't have to worry about much. Now, with the 400 and 400 to 900 pounds of food per day, um, I know I'm kind of all over the place, but I'm just, you know, enjoying the notes. Um, it probably would have had to migrate quite a bit. So when you have, you know, let's say we have a herd of just 45. Let's say 45, that's like, a, I might be overball, I might be like overshooting it, I might be undershooting it, but 45 individuals could be a good-sized herd. Now, if each individual, uh, that is adult, Um, male or female, had to eat anywhere between 400 to 900 pounds of food per day, the top of the trees aren't going to have food for very long. (laughs) And with that, we think migratory routes probably did play a role. Um, Unlike, you know, your birds going south for the winter, this uh, great big dino would just, you know, graze on different pastures. Probably didn't have a summer winter pasture because it probably had to move around so much. But it probably had an area where it would go and circulate slowly and slowly and slowly, looking for tree stars or whatever else you want to look for. Um, With that, it it kind of helps the theory of dinosaur migration. We know that they did. um, But when you're you're this big, it makes sense that you had to. I talked before, you know, no natural predators, really. Uh, They could have died from disease or sickness or whatever you'd like to talk about, but they probably didn't have very many um, natural predators at all. With that, they, uh, they kind of just ruled the Earth. If you've ever seen, you know, um, Dinosaur, which I'm going to talk about briefly, um, and the Carnotauruses, Carnotauruses were blown way out of proportion, but an elderly Brachiosaurus female would be gigantic compared to a Carnotaurus. Let's just say that. And it was the very first dinosaur to be seen in Jurassic Park. Now, when I read that fact, I thought, okay, that's, there's no way. And then I thought, so you know the raptor, is in the, the enclosure, but you don't see it. You see the, you see the claws, you hear the, the hiss, but you never actually see the velociraptor. And first dinosaur you actually see that's alive, because technically you see a velociraptor, um, technically it's a Utah raptor uh, skeleton being unearthed. But we, you know, the viewers see our brachiosaurs are the first dinosaurs. That beautiful, tall brachiosaur that walks up and then does its little like hop. It leans. Its, how far can this go back? It leans back and puts its hands on the tree and eats, and that's kind of cool. That really was magical, and it's kind of like the first time everyone's ever seen like a good dinosaur on screen. So that's the end of my little uh, notes. So that's that's uh, that's the fun stuff, though. I guess the technical stuff about Brachiosaurus, and now we're talking about some other little things about it. So, as I talked in the last episode about Gallimimus, there's a lot of like well-known dinosaurs are everywhere. So, our friendly airbird Brachiosaurus appears in the very first Jurassic Park. Um, if you've ever seen Fallen Kingdom, which is technically the number two of Jurassic World, it was uh, the very sad, lonely Brachiosaur that slowly like fades into the clouds as it dies, um, which is really kind of, I like, guess not like cloud, it's an ash cloud. And that's kind of uh, depressing to watch. I really uh, didn't enjoy that part as it slowly wails. Um, so, you know, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. Uh, Jurassic Park 3, they're in it, apparently. Um, dinosaurs I talked about. This is actually where this toy is from, was dinosaur. I'm not sure where I got it from, but it is from Dinosaur. It even has spots on the back for the lemurs to sit on. And uh, we have Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs, which I think they're in there. I haven't seen Dawn of the Dinosaurs in a long time. Dinosaur Train, as we talked about for Gallimimus, which is a kid's show, which again I said is great because kids should love dinosaurs, so watch it. If you're at home watching this and you have kids, Make sure they watch Dinosaur Train. Maybe, maybe not. It's up to you. I'm not tell you, to tell a parent. Um, walking with Dinosaurs, which is a fantastic documentary, which came out in 1999. So Jurassic Park came out in '93, and Walking with Dinosaurs came out in '99, and it's just whew, amazing. I love Walking with Dinosaurs, and you should check it out if you want to. Then we have the this yeah you know, the 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 group of shows that is. I guess movies that are Land Before Time. So Land Before Time, one, two, three, four, five? Five different Land Before Times, um, which is kind of cool. Uh, Land Before Time is a it, it's a good kids show. Uh, I guess kids movie, like with Jurassic World, as we talked about last episode for Galimimus. And then there's two Jurassic Parks I've never actually seen. Um, I guess this one's a this one's a I think this is a short, um, but it's called Jurassic Park Prime Survival just as 2010. I'm not sure if it's a, a, a game or what it is, but it's supposedly a movie, or it's a, yeah, it's a short adventure sci-fi with a brachiosaurus in it. And there's the Jurassic Park video game from 93. There's the Jurassic Park Trespasser from 89, which is apparently just you surviving a dinosaur attack. <laughs> um, and there's our friendly neighborhood little, uh, um, oh, I can't remember her name, but Brachiosaurus, Danatopia. You ever seen Danatopia? It's a really good, really good TV show. Um, it's just fantastic, actually. And Brachiosaurus are in it. And then we have like a bunch of like not really well-known ones. Um, Transformers, trans- like the Dinobots. Apparently, there's a Brachiosaur in Transformers. Uh, there's an Eyewitness. You ever seen those Eyewitness things where it's like uh, they're I think they're books that people just like kind of read and talk about. Um, there's a very weird—I shouldn't say very weird. It's a—it's a French, it's a French um, and a cartoon animated, um, and apparently there's Brachiosaurus in it. It just says that. And then Terra Nova. Have you ever seen Terra Nova? Terra Nova is really good. Um, I wish they put out more episodes, but they only put out a couple. And Brachiosaurus in that too. So. That's kind of all the TV and shows that Brachiosaurus is in. If, you, if you're if you watching this and say, hey, Elden, like, there's actually more, let me know. I'd love to know more shows that actually show, like show dinosaurs as they should be. But those are the uh, the list that I have. Um, so with that, we're kind of done the show. I know these are short shorter episodes, but you can only talk so much about them. Um, so our Brachiosaurus are done for the day. We have the ugly one from 85, which looks really creepy. It's like looks like a goose. Look at those eyes. Um, and it's got like these weird little feet, that are like gigantic. We've got this Brachiosaur from... 98. This was made in China, as uh, the other one was. 98. Doesn't look too bad, kinda cool. And then we have our, my favorite. Which does not say when it was made, but it definitely had to be made after Dinosaur. And Dinosaur came out, I'm fairly certain, in 2000... I think... Maybe... 2000, yeah. So, little Brachiosaurus from 2000. So we know it was made after 2000, and it's really cool too. So with that, we're done Brachiosaurus for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, I love talking about dinosaurs and talking about all kinds of things, so uh, I hope you enjoy as well. I will catch you next week when we talk about other dinosaurs from Jurassic Park. I'm thinking maybe Paralof- Parasaurolophus. I think is the way you pronounce it, or maybe Triceratops. Um, both dinosaurs are kind of shown a little bit, but... You don't really see them much after that. Um, maybe Comp Staganathus? Maybe? I'm not entirely sure. We'll figure it out, but I hope you enjoyed, and I'll catch you next week. My name is Eldon Atkin, the host of Eldino, and you can check us out on Riot Radio or any other or any of our other affiliations. See ya, and have a good week.